Welcome back to the Find and Follow podcast. That's right, we're back for the start of season three, the podcast to help you find and follow Jesus in your everyday life. I'm Scott Langhan, your co-host, joined today with Craig and Kyle, the co-host. Wait, did I'm, am I the co-host? You said you're the co-host. You guys are the co-host. Man, we've been off so long. We're all co. <laughs> we're all hosting and co-hosting. We're equals now, Scott. I don't even know what the host co-host means, but we're here. We're back. We're talking about. We are back. Helping people find and follow Jesus. So it's good. We had a good summer break. Number of vacations, camps, uh, lots of fun stuff. Yeah, busy summer. Yeah. I get I get asked a lot. I don't know if you guys get asked a lot, but like, where did the podcast come from? Why a podcast? What did we? How did I don't we get, get here? asked that. You don't lot. get that? Nope. Maybe just me. Just I don't you. think I've ever been asked that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, maybe I'm making up my head. I'm having conversations with myself. No, a few times. <laughs> But uh, I was thinking about today and what we're going to be doing for the next few weeks, and I said to myself, well, this is basically why we have a podcast. So you did ask yourself. I, okay. I talked to yeah. myself about it. So you're it. asking yourself a lot. Yeah, we don't get that. <laughs> this is true. So you answered yourself. Yes. So we're jumping in because uh, we're starting a brand new series this Sunday, which is, if depending on when you're listening to this, it's September 12th on Sunday, uh, called Judge Jesus. And the podcast came about because we started a live stream out of the uh, coronavirus chaos. COVID-19 pandemic. Yes. With trying to figure out technology. And we just said, hey, we got, we worked so hard on figuring out technology that just doesn't crap out every 20 seconds that we should do more with it. And we just said. Yeah. Uh, and we had an audience that was sitting at home because most people were not at work. You know, it was shut. I mean, it was during the real, real shutdown. And so we said, hey, we have a a live audience that's at home wanting to yep. do something. It's right. like, hey, we could put out a live thing for them at noon, right? I mean, it was like, right. hey, on your lunch, even if you're on your lunch break, you're working. You can and come watch this thing. And we did it on Thursday, so mm-hmm. it was Theology Thursday for a yep. little while. Super creative, because that's, you know, <laughs> that's what we had. That's what I had. Anyways, we just said what we took, what we have normally done as far as just talking about Jesus and what questions people have. What's going on in our culture? How do we address that on a Sunday morning through a series, through a topic? What does Jesus have to say about that stuff? And we said, what if we just took that kind of conversation? Ben Sharkey was on staff at the time, and the four of us just kind of banter back and forth around some of these ideas, and we just, like, invite people in on that. So that was the start of it. Um, And so we're kind of back at that stage. It's one year ago we started doing the podcast format, and so we're back at that stage, and, I, and as we're coming into the series, I said, why don't we just, why don't we talk about it on the podcast for a few weeks as we go through this? Because I think it is such a, a misunderstood topic, controversial topic. Um, it's, I think it's better to have a dialogue around it as well, not just have like a Sunday morning uh, format where it's one way. And so hopefully if you're listening in, you're going to be talking about it with people you live with, your small group. Uh, people you're having lunch with. Um, it's just such a, I think, multifaceted, multi-layered, such a contextual topic of Jesus as judge. Do we judge people? Do we not judge people? How do we judge people? Wait, you're not supposed to judge people. Um, so that's what we're jumping into for the next few weeks as we start season three, uh, reaching out to a few people to be guests. Hopefully we can get a few people on to share their stories and uh, hear different voices and be encouraged. Um, I reached out to one person yesterday. I, I, they haven't responded yet, but I really do hope they respond. It would be a, a fabulous guest. So that's just a tease right there. 
But you don't want to say more. I reached, I reached out to a couple people that would be really bad guests. <laughs> and, and, I'm really, I'm and really, you're hoping yeah, they don't get I really hope they you. don't. <laughs> that's so funny. They would be really good. Yeah, most people we ask, they're okay. I mean. Let me rephrase. <laughs> I would be, I'm really excited about how they approach life and follow Jesus. So, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Is it not okay Are they to coming have through more a like. Cameo? Is this someone we're paying to? <laughs> it's like some celebrity. A celebrity? <laughs> a semi celebrity? Yeah. Be famous? Like, when is a person famous? That's a question my yeah. kids and I have. They're like, they're famous. Like, well, I'm famous. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. Like, what is a wo- celebrity? It's just something we celebrate. I mm-hmm. think everybody deserves to be celebrated. Yeah. You're uh, a celebrity. There's I'll celebrate lo- you, Scott. Yeah, there's local celebrity. You know, you start dive yeah. down into. Oh, I. I think about it a lot. You know? I'm and then, with you there. Then, uh, then with this topic of, like, judging people and local celebrities, uh, if you didn't catch the news this week, Mark Few got pulled over for DUI. I know? caught that. So does anybody have an opinion or a conclusion about what should happen after that? That's called uh, creating a judgment or judging the person. Yep. And so how about, how about that segue to dive into? Way to go. And it makes, it makes national news because the Zags are national team. Yeah. And so ESPN picks it up. And the good news is we're talking about Zach basketball here in September. So this is going to be a long podcast for some <laughs> folks. They're like, oh, no, it's not even March. And they're back on Zach basketball. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but in Spokane, it's like hot topic. Non-basketball people will have an opinion about yep, it. Make a judgment. So let's talk about that. I'm going to ask you guys a question. So why are we going to do this series called Judge Jesus? What's your... What's your heart behind it? What's your reason why we're jumping into this? Well, I think you you kind of skimmed over it at the beginning. This idea of judgment and judging is a very complicated, complex issue that we all deal with. And as we look to the Word of God to help us with that, there's some what people could think of as like contradictory ideas. Jesus says things like, judge not. Or you will be judged. Yeah. Do you mind if I read it here? Yeah. I don't mind at all. It's Matthew 7, Sermon on the Mount, collection of Jesus' teachings. Matthew 7, 1. Stop judging others. Okay. Kyle. Yes. I yes. added Kyle Jesus. at the end there. Stop judging others, and you will not be judged. Okay. I don't want to be judged, so I'll just stop judging others. For others will treat you as you treat them. Or um, others, you know, other translations have the... You know, the way you judge. Whatever measure you use in judging others, it will be used to measure how you are judged. So there you go. That's not, we're not supposed to judge. End of story, period. Yep. So, right, Kyle? R- r- wrong. Right. <laughs> right. Wrong. I mean, well, well, not entirely because read on. And why worry about Kyle a was trying to make a point. No, you're, you're go- no <laughs> okay. you, we're all making the same point. When you, you have a log in your own, deal with a log in your own eye. In, in other words, do judge yourself. And then you'll be able to see clearly to help your friend with the speck in their eye. I mean, it goes on to say there's a right way to judge. And I think it's clear that but the first couple of verses are saying there's a wrong way to judge. He said don't judge. It's Stop not to judging judge. others. Yep. But Jesus also says in John chapter 7, verse 24, he's talking about these Sabbath laws. And, you know, you're saying I can't do this on the Sabbath and this. And if you know Jesus and his interaction with a lot of the religious leaders, there was all this this conflict between what they said was right and wrong and the law and what Jesus did. And uh, he says, pretty simply in verse 24, look beneath the surface so that you can judge correctly. So, Craig, to your point, Jesus is saying, hey, there's a right way to judge and there's a wrong way to judge. And you need to learn how to do it right. 
but it's like, wait, Jesus, in in Matthew, you said don't judge. So we we stopped that, right? That's black and white. And then as we look to the writings of Paul and as he's um, talking to you know, first century churches, first century followers of Jesus who are just starting to kind of come into these communities, and some of them are screwing it up pretty bad, some of them are listening to other people, so he's writing instructions. He says some pretty, you know, big statements about judging and, and do this, judge these people or, or don't judge these people, and so it's a convoluted topic and issue, and I think Christians, Christ followers, um, get it wrong a lot because yeah. it's hard. It is and hard. So how do we do that? How do we follow the advice of Jesus? And how do we do this in a beneficial way? And how do we do this in the mindset of helping people find and follow Jesus? And before we dive any deeper into the subject, I, I'm going to rewind a little bit to your initial question. Yeah. Why are we doing this? I'm, uh, good. I was going to make sure I keep us, before we get too yeah. nitty-gritty on the high level. So so human beings forever have had this tendency to be judgmental. It's, uh, it's part of our fallen condition. It's part of human nature, that kind of thing. And so it's always been a relevant topic, but in today's culture, uh, it has become increasingly relevant. There, there, is, uh, there are so many issues right now in our culture that are polarizing, and as a result of that polarization, people end up on one side or the other and, and then judge the people on the other side of the issue from wherever they've taken their stand. And this judgment, this critical judge me, uh, judging of others for their convictions, their political views, their, um, their take on the pandemic, or whatever the thing happens to be, th- this tendency to judge has just gotten escalated beyond anything I've ever seen in my lifetime. So that's, per- for you, part of the reason doing this series. It's yeah, just I, such I think a it's relevant, very timely. Huge. I mean, none of us have had any sort of opinions or formed a conclusion in the last 18 months about other people's medical history, medical choices, political choices. Nobody ever drove down the street, saw someone wearing a mask all by themselves, walking outside, and you didn't have an opinion about Just me? Just, yeah, me just you. Just now, you. Over here on this just couch, Kyle some, and I... No. I listen to Jesus. I don't judge people. Nobody, Especially <laughs> on the outside. I judge them correctly. So Nobody's let in with like, hey, I know I'm not supposed to judge people, but... I, uh, Can I tell you a few things? Yeah, no yeah. offense, but... Just again, me. That's yeah, another, whenever people say that... Did you like, hear about so-and-so? Yeah, I have an opinion about yeah, that. That's yeah. another reason, like you say, why are we doing this? Again, I think, to Craig's point, um, my, I've heard things in my life, direct quotes of people saying, hey, don't judge me. Like, why are you judging me? Like, that's not your place. And, and you know, backing up going, okay, I- is that true? Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's dive into that. Is that true? Is that not my place? And a lot of people would say, yeah, you're not supposed to... I, I, Showed Scott. I, I googled that. I was just and there's like songs out there. There's a country song that says, "Around here we leave the judging to Jesus." Oh, okay. So and the theme the oh, theme of the song was, "Can you sing do, it? Do whatever do you, you want. The no, get out of here." <laughs> uh, the the theme was, "Hey, we do things weird around here, and we you know we make mistakes. So don't judge us because around here, that's Jesus's job." And so I think that's a, a bigger question is, the the. Ground floor of that. Wait, somebody's Googling that. They're like, wait, what was the song title? <laughs> I don't it's know. A, <laughs> it's a country artist. I don't remember. It's I a lady. Kind of sounded like Miranda what? Lambert style song. I don't know. But it was basically like license to do whatever you want yeah. in life. And that's what we do in this community. So don't don't judge us. Don't yeah. point it out. And that's, again, the theme. A lot of times people say, hey, don't judge me. Why are you judging me? Or you because I look this way or because I hang out at this place or because of this or that, whatever it is, uh, you judge me. And you're not supposed to do that. 
And so, and I think that that's true. I think there's a lot of times in life we make judgments and we do it very incorrectly at times. So what is that and how can we deal with that? And there's a, there's an irony that I want to just point out. It shows up often when it comes to this particular topic. The people who say you shouldn't judge me are judging you for judging them. Like you're bad because you're so judgmental is actually a judgment. So the irony there is, I just wanted to point that out. It's not lost on me. Right. People are doing the thing they say you shouldn't be doing. Exactly. Yeah. Which goes back to Matthew 7. Get the log out of your own eye before you... So people are focused on the judgmental tendencies in somebody else, and they're oblivious to those same judgmental tendencies in themselves. Right. So to, again, back up and make sure we're staying at kind of a higher level, um, the reason why... I wanted to do this series was for your guys' reasons, the complexity of it, the misunderstanding of it, and then the relevancy of our culture and um, just the heightened awareness we have of everybody else's life, like too much, like not helpful to have all the access and news and social media and the internet and you can Google names and read like Wikipedia pages, which are other people's input onto that person's life. Like, here's what I think I know about them and is this correct? I've always wanted to be famous enough to have a Wikipedia page. Is that Speaking the of, that's the standard go probably? And make a, a no. Wikipedia page. They have editors. You got to be somebody. I think well, I you think are if, somebody. If you got a Wikipedia page and you get a blue check, <laughs> blue check. Oh, is that yeah. you're, then you're famous? Yeah, you're there. there You've you arrived. Go. All right, campaign to get Kyle's blue check and Wikipedia <laughs> page. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Verify. Somebody's going to start that. So, anyways, um, there's a whole. Part, my point is a whole part of the internet. It's just other people's take on your life like and then we read it as though it's fact and accurate and you know they fact check and correct it whatever but for me is this idea of judging and judge and judgmental um always shows up in the negative and it's not a negative thing like very rarely is it a positive term where we talk about it in a positive light and it's a very good thing and it's a very positive thing and it is a thing that we should be doing uh in our own lives and with others um, we just are really bad at it and misunderstand it. And all of that means we don't get to experience the love of God like we should. We misunderstand because we have a caricature idea of Jesus as judge. You know, We're playing off the Judge Judy theme and the long line of TV personalities that are judges and they're making a TV show. And so it's theatrics. It's yelling and screaming and it's not real courtroom. Um, yeah, and I just can't that, remember Judge Wapner in the People's Court, but it was a little more dramatic uh, back in back in the day. Back but the, or even Court TV, I mean that 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 stuff got real court. Oh, that, right. that stuff got big in in the '90s, and you know the O.J. Simpson trial and all this kind of stuff. Where like that that was me growing up, where they started like letting you in on this, and it and I'm fascinated by that stuff. I'm I'm all in on the true crime docu yeah, docu series. What's your podcast? The podcasts. I was listening to it last night as I mowed the lawn, and just. All of this stuff was going through my head because I was listening to one about like people who got abducted and these laws they made about it. And then I'm I'm judging. I literally I think about this. I'm like, yeah, that guy deserves to go to jail forever because he he kidnapped a kid. Like no way, you know. And and then they they sh- they kind of shine light on the other part of some of the laws that have been made because of child abduction cases. And they showed a little bit how it's different perspectives of how this could be damaging to our society and i just i was like oh my gosh this is i'm i'm making all of these judgments and things but i would not call myself a judgmental person right like you say and 
and thinking through all this stuff. But what we think of when we think of the word judge, like you say, Scott, I think is 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 a great point because we think of it typically negatively. Even when I think of a ju- a good judge, right, like a a person who's went through all of these steps to be someone who has authority, um, it's convoluted and, and yeah. messed up. And what we think of, and when, most time when we think of judge, we think of someone who's quote unquote judgmental and bad, or like a judge right. Judy, yeah. or mean, or scary. So people, we 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 with with all that, we just don't get experience the loving heavenly Father that is who God is. He's a God of justice, but He delights in mercy. He loves mercy. And so it contorts our idea of Jesus as judge, and it's immediately like, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Lightning bolt, strike you down. Don't step in a building. I'll get smoked. Oh, you say that, God's going to get me. We have all these bad ideas, bad theology, understanding who God is. Uh, and then it blocks our ability to love one another well. And love does no harm to our neighbor. Love always protects. You know, there's there's kindness in all of that. But then when there's these instances of like this true crime story or you hear a story of someone abducting a small child off the streets and selling him to sex slavery you're like don't judge that can't judge that we can't where's justice where's helping to love that child that that young girl so quick question before we get too much more into it have you guys been before judge before like personally like court of law i have what's your what's your situation on that well i got my third speeding ticket in six months and uh, what, what what age were you, Craig? Sixteen. I'm sorry. When did you get a <laughs> I'd license? I've only been Craig? driving for six months. <laughs> Have you shared this on the podcast before? Not on the podcast, but I did share it on a Sunday once. Mm. Anyway, because it was my third one in such a short period of time, they made me go before the judge, and uh, and I knew what he was going to do. He was going to take my license away, and and my uh, mom said, whatever the judge says, I'm going to add that same amount to it, so it'll be doubled. So I told the judge that. I pleaded with him, and I said, Give hey. Give me some mercy, bro. Yeah. Whatever you have in mind, cut it in half, because my mom guarantees you she will double whatever you say. He said, well, that's between you and your mom. And he took my license away. I think it was for three months, and then my mom did another three months or something like that. And, uh, man, that was painful. Did it straighten you up, though? Because you were just getting started driving, and they said, oh, here's a problem. This yep. guy is on a bad track. Yep. It didn't straighten me up a whole lot. <laughs> you still speed. <laughs> I was before a judge one time, just after college. I was in Kirkland, Washington, and major intersection. It was down from school. And so I'd gone through this intersection for five or six years. It's uh, businesses. It's two lanes, turn lanes, you know, big intersection. Lots going on. 7-Eleven on the corner, Starbucks on one corner, restaurants. And uh, pull up to the light to turn right. Light's red. I stop, look, everything's fine. I go as soon. God is my witness. As soon as I turn right, uh, our light goes green, which activates the crosswalk that I'm going to drive into. Well, there is one block away from this crazy busy uh, intersection is a school, so that intersection is a school zone, and that crosswalk has kids coming across it. And the the other side of the road from me. So there's two lanes, turn lane, two lanes. Like there's like four or five lanes of traffic. There is a crossing guard with like two kids in it, and I didn't see that in the midst of all of this, you know, Kirkland traffic. So I turn right and I instantly see light goes, and then I recognize, oh no, this is this is kids. There's crossing guard. There's lady that stepped out. So I stop. Well, now I'm stopped in the crosswalk. Man. Oh gee. So my car is completely blocking the crosswalk. Man, you just go. Here's the kids. So this is what I'm thinking. Here are kids. There's cars behind me, right? And I'm like, 
well, now I'm causing a, them a problem because I didn't see that they were there. So do I stay and let them walk around me or do I just get out of their way? I thought, oh, I'll just get out of their way. Well, there was a bike cop hiding in the bushes one block up. So I drive up, pulls me over. I was like, this is the dumbest ticket in the world. So I'm like, I'm going to go fight it. And of course, go before the judge. And he's like, no, you fail failure to yield in a school zone to a crossing guard. Here's your ticket, buddy. I was like, this is wow. the dumbest wow. ticket in the world. I personally have never stood in front of a judge because I'm I was a model wrong. citizen. So oh, I've been there um, several times. Wow. Well, well, I'm going to share another one on two, on Sunday. Okay. Because I'm sharing. Stay tuned for Stay more tuned. of Scott's stories of, yeah. <laughs> of I, I get the dumbest. I get the dumbest traffic tickets. Praise uh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I haven't got a ticket in so long. Oh, I've been in the good. courtroom a couple of other times in regard to lawsuits where I was actually uh, subpoenaed and had to come in and testify for one side or the other of the lawsuit. That was an interesting experience. Um, also, uh, in family court, when adoptions have taken place. Wait, I'm uh, adopted? <laughs> well, I I wasn't going to tell you, but now, now that it's come out. This is the point to reveal it on this, this season is, three of the podcast. This is when Guess you what? discover. You're 42 and you're adopted. <laughs> wow. Uh, right. but, but then another time, I is, actually had to go in court when my parents Jared got adopted. Yeah, why, why, wait, why, why would you have to be in family court for adoption? Uh, just to character be witness. Yeah, oh, character for witness. other people. For adop- We're people not adopted, adopted, Kyle. <laughs> no, I got that, but I'll, yeah, anyway. It's, it, that's happened several times in the church. Gotcha. Um, and the other time was my parents got divorced, and I had to go and sit in the witness stand and be asked by the judge who I wanted to live with, mom or dad. That's horrible. I feel that, like that was horrible. I'm like I love the court stuff, I, and I've been in in the court system less than both of you. Right. I sat on a jury box, and then they got me out of there because. Probably because I said too much stuff about you're Jesus. You're too judgmental. That's yeah, why. that's what it was. I was <laughs> you're like, you're strong. wrong. I'm I'm the judge. Let me sit in that seat. That's why I told her. I go, uh, I, d- I deserve to be up there because I know better than you. And she was like, oh. No, you did not. No, I didn't oh, say okay. that. Okay. I, I was, hold on. Wait. What? I was rolling oh, so, through so you. 18? Let's, let's, let's see if we can circle back around to the topic at hand. I, I want to make yeah. a point. I was going to make, okay. Oh. I was going to try to transition. So we Craig, went before. Craig wanted to make a point. I know. We, but the point of the stories or sharing that's fun, but. Also, like, we were before people who had the authority to make a judgment in our lives. And, right. like, for me, I was wrong. I broke the law. I failure to yield in a school zone to a crossing guard. And so I deserved the ticket, even though it was the dumbest ticket that you could get. <laughs> so that, that was the point, and I wanted to kind of try to move us along to, like, talking as Jesus as judge, and he has the authority to sit in that seat, and we don't. But what right. was your point? Well, you're, you're actually addressing it. and Bingo. you. You addressed it earlier, too, and that is this, that um, we think of judgment and judging mostly in the negative context, and I think it's just really important for us to realize that, that there's just as much, probably more, that should be said and could be said about judging and judgment that's positive. And I would just point this out. Any civilized society in the history of the human race has had to collectively make judgments that's what laws are. When, when the, the society, the community, the tribe back in the day or wherever it is in the world, every community has its laws or its rules that govern their behavior. And, and collectively, they'll agree on certain basic things. Hey, it's wrong to steal. It's wrong to kill. Um, you know, if you do that, we as a community or as society will judge you, find you guilty, and there will be a penalty. I mean, that's just the basic, uh, uh, you know, the underpinnings of any civilized society. There has to be basic judgment. What, what we're really talking about here is when um, people 
object to how far you go with your judgment or they don't like how you're judging and that kind of stuff. But, but to say, well, judgment shouldn't ever happen is, is it's just not even... It's just immature and wrong. It, it's, it really yeah, is. And yeah. To create a real strong judgment on that. Right. <laughs> to, to your point of like good judgment, those cases where you were a character witness, there's a family trying to help another f- kid get adopted or out of mm-hmm. foster care and provide a stable, loving home. And the judge would weigh carefully and examine things appropriately mm-hmm. and say, this family is qualified and capable to adopt this child. And so we say yes to helping this kid. And this is a good situation. Yep. And that's, ma- that's awesome that the, they were able to judge that and say, yay. The, and the judge was actually asking me to make a judgment. Absolutely. How would you judge this family? Are they capable of providing a safe and So even the judge is looking for wise counsel. Yeah, on uh, that's situation. what I was just thinking about that. That's they're making a judgment, but they're they're saying, "Hey, is my judgment correct? I need other information to make this judgment. I need your judgment. I need people who know it." We do the same thing when we hire people, right? Like you have Exactly. You have references and say, "Hey, I sat down with so and so and I made a judgment. They'd be good for this job or they wouldn't or I like their personality." And then you're like, "Are they just BSing me? Are they like I, is my judgment wrong or right? I'm going to put, add more information to this. So I call their former employee or their well, whoever, their employers, right? We should and always mandatory. You have to have one enemy on the reference yeah, list. I was going <laughs> like, to say. That should be new standard always, policy. That's it's the weird best part. Friend, best friend, best friend, best yeah, boss. Resumes like, come on. is that people put their, I mean, exactly. no one's going to be like, oh, yeah, I called them. I, I quit. And I, it's and mandatory now. Like all, all references, you have to have an enemy. I'm going to ask that next time. Yeah, can, can, can I, I call someone who doesn't like you? Can I call one of your enemies? I'm sorry, what? So, uh, so back to the uh, overall picture. Again, I think like you're talking about judgment as we bring it back to the big picture. I've personally just been, as we've been talking about this and seeing this, this idea of judgment, eternal judgment, Jesus as judge, God as judge, is all over the Word of God, and it's all over as we look at it. And I think sometimes we forget this. I was reading this morning Hebrews 6, and uh, we just got done with this series that we were in last uh, month of VeggieTale Faith and talking about growing up, and one of the big points that we talked about came out of Hebrews that, hey, I, I want you to get to a mature faith. And the author of Hebrews kind of says this over and over, hey, you should be growing, you should be learning, you should be having more of these things. And I just thought it was interesting, in Hebrews 6, the author goes through some of the things you should already know. Like, why are we still talking about this? He says this, uh, so let's stop going over basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repeating uh, from evil deeds. Repenting. And, sorry, repenting from <laughs> evil deeds. Or repeat them. Don't repeat them either. Uh, and placing our faith in God. Verse 2, this is, I, I thought this was interesting. You don't need further instructions about baptism. We, we, we've taken care of that. It's done. Laying on of hands and resurrection of dead and eternal judgment. This idea of the final judgment and God as judge and the judge Jesus is foundational and fundamental. And again, in the early church, this was something. We get through that early. God is judge. God's going to make a judgment, and that's a good thing. Um, that's basic, and I think sometimes we don't like to talk about it because it's judgmental and finite. And God, God as our judge is a beautiful picture, and I think yeah. sometimes we don't focus on that. Let's, let's do focus in on that and for the remainder of, of our podcast. I did want to read... Uh, Craig, you said something, brought this up. Deuteronomy 16, God's trying to help. You were talking about all cultures, and we need people to help us. Um, Like, we wouldn't need any laws or justice systems or judges, like 
you know, official people to, in, you know, in, interpret the law. If we just all loved one another like Christ really wants us to. Like, loving each other covers all the laws and more. But that's not the reality. And so in Deuteronomy 16, 18, God's trying to help this people group that is growing in huge numbers. And they have problems just like we have problems today. And he says, appoint judges and officials for each of your tribes in all the towns the Lord your God has given you. They will judge the people fairly throughout the land. You must never twist justice or show partiality. Never accept a bribe, for bribes blind the eyes of the wise and corrupt the decisions of the godly. Let true justice prevail so you may live and occupy the land that the Lord your God has given you. And so it's one of the things God recognized, like, we do need some help in understanding justice and do it with, without partiality, without bribes, without your, your motivation to try to leverage it for your own benefit, weigh it, be, be slow to make decisions, which is part of how we do it wrong. We're quick. We make snack, snap decisions, snap judgments. We make snack decisions. Snack too. decisions, too. I make too. snack decisions <laughs> most every day. Most every day. Um, about other people, yeah. and we usually judge their internal, their heart, their motivation, their character. And, and, I like uh, to, and that's how we're doing it wrong. When Jesus says, hey, be slow, take, take your time, judge yourself first, and then you can help your brother, your sister, by judging some of their outward actions, their fruit. So that's what we're going to be diving into yeah. and talking about for the next month here. Yeah, I, I'm glad you're saying that. I was going to hopefully get a chance to get that in if, if you didn't. Uh, before the end of this podcast, I know that we'll dive into it a lot deeper, but I just think that that's so important that we make that distinction between judging a person's heart, their intentions, their motives, even their character, and their actions. It's one thing to judge in actions. This is what you did, or this is what you said, or this is what you didn't do. And that's just a matter of fact. It's a matter of history. I mean, it's let's you know play the tape back and watch it on video, right? It's, it's what happened. It's what you did. But, but to then go the next step and say, and you did that because you're this kind of a person and you're, your intention you're was You're evil, this. you don't you care. You were greedy, you were selfish, mm-hmm. you were, you know, whatever it was. No. Manipulative, you're... Yeah, you're yeah. just a hateful person. Well, really? I may have done a hateful thing, but don't just judge me and call me a hateful person. And, and the reason why that's an important distinction is back to this idea that Jesus is the best judge, the only uh, qualified judge. Yeah. It, the only person qualified to judge our hearts accurately is Jesus. Everybody else has limited information at best. They just, in fact, we're not even qualified to judge our own heart, our motives, and our intentions. And Paul makes that point in 1 Corinthians. We'll get to that maybe in a later podcast. But but he's basically acknowledging, hey, even my own assessment of myself is not the final word. The only one really qualified to judge my heart is Jesus, and I trust him, and I I'm comfortable with the fact that he's the one because he's going to give me credit where credit is due, and he's going to he's going to reveal the things that are needing to be changed in my heart. Mm-hmm. So let's talk more about that. We Jesus is judge, and that's a beautiful thing. That's a good thing. Um, the God who knows our heart. Um, I was looking for it in Romans. Um, I'll find it, but in Romans it just says the Father knows all hearts, and. Let's go with the one who knows, again, on the good side, not just the negative side, but the good side of our hearts and what we're trying to do and our intentions. And it may not come out perfectly, but, you know, our, our, our effort and our motivation, um, you know, I love my kids and I want them to succeed and to grow up to be thriving, uh, God-loving adults. Um, but my approach on that is imperfect. 
But down deep, that's like my heart. That's my heart on it, and I suck at it at times, but at other times it's awesome. But God knows that better than I know that. So I want him to decide, like, to, to weigh judgment on, on how I'm doing with that. I don't want me. Uh, I don't want my wife, even though I yeah, love her. Yeah, I don't want you. I don't want you. You, you don't want I don't want you to be the judge. Oh, I don't want you sitting in that I thought seat. I was on your short list. Right? Like, again, I think that we do that a lot, that we I'll give you that, an enemy reference you yeah, can call. <laughs> that we're better suited to do that, or we put our place and, and take God's role a lot of the times in that, right? Thinking that we know better. Um, maybe we would never really say it that way, but that's what we're doing in understanding that judgment. Um, oh, but, I think we say it. Okay. I think we do at times. We're like, oh, no, I would know. Oh, I, you should do this. Yeah. I, I, that's not right. You, this is the way it should go down. But you again, know what should happen to Mark Few? I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. In that, but just, I'm, I'm thinking just like, read the comment section oh, of like sure. news posts on on something. Oh really? Oh uh, for sure. Mark, I mean, oh for sure. On, on anything. On, on anything. But yeah, go on go on Facebook. Look at a local news channel's posting of that, and then read the 482 comments. Yeah. Everybody's got an opinion of how justice should be done, what the school should do, what the system should do, what the. Yeah. But bigger picture than that, we're again we're we're yeah. kind of going big scope is yeah. Jesus is judge. I don't think, I mean, maybe some people would say, and I think, yeah, I think practically we do think we know better a lot of the times, whether we would say, excuse me, whether we would say that or not. But again, I think you said it as we started, we think of judgment most of the time, we think of that and we think of it negatively. And when we talk about Jesus as judge and God as judge, we talk about things like eternal judgment, we're thinking, oh yeah, that's where God just sends people to hell because he's judging all the evil stuff that people have done, and you're wrong, and you're wrong, and you're wrong, and okay, you did it right, and what's that level, and all that kind of stuff. I think that's where we tend to go. I think that's where most people, I, maybe I tend to go there. Um, but the beautiful part of, of God is, is a God of justice and mercy and truth, and that the fact that he is judge is, again, a good and beautiful thing, and that he wants justice and truth and those are the things he calls us to point to, and that's why I think we're going to have this deeper conversation about what judgment looks like in our lives and what judging and holding people accountable looks like because God is a God of truth, and God wants us to be people of truth and not just, you know, throw this out and go, oh, yeah, we're not supposed to judge, or that's not a part of it. Um, it's deeper than that. Somebody has to say what is good and what is evil. Yep. And... I don't know of a better person, entity, being than the creator to say, this is the system. This is the way I set up. Here's people, and I know them because I built them, created them. I know their hearts. I know their intentions. Um, I know what happened in the world when sin entered the world and corrupted things. So uh, nobody ever had to tell Jesus the hearts of people. I mean, many a times it's recorded Jesus knew the thoughts that mm -hmm. people had around him, and he called it, called it out loud is how we know it. It's like, oh, really? You don't think I can forgive sin? Huh, interesting. Like, what the mind reading? And so, like, who gets to decide good and evil then? And what is right and wrong? Where where justice, the line of justice and Once mercy. Again, the only like, one that's qualified Pick is, a person. Yeah, pick the a comment beat. section on... Who? Yeah. 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 yeah, let's scroll through and find the... <laughs> pick pick find out the, the best comment. Yeah, you like, got it. Who in the world, who in the planet has the wisdom to judge all of eternity and everything that's happening in all of life and everybody's situation and know all of everyone's heart and all of the context? So pick somebody. Is it you? And is it the person next to you? Like, and, who gets to decide good and evil? And the big thing that I want people to walk away with is that that's a 
good thing that God gets to do that. Yes. It's not bad. Yes. Again, I think That's we go, we want oh, it's judge. scary. God, no, like it's a good thing. Like not, not just that God is the judge, but that there is judgment. Like that's a good right. thing. It's so good and healthy and helpful and beautiful and designed by God. And we look at it and we go, no, I don't, I don't want to be judged. I don't want a judgment. I don't, I don't want anyone. Can we just take the, the, the throne away? Can we just take that seat away? But then there's a God without justice yeah. and a world without justice. Yep. Who doesn't want justice? Yep. Especially when it's outside of ourselves, right? When you're like, that's not right, that's not fair, something should be done about that. When it comes to our own front door and our own lives, we're like, um, grace, mercy, like, no, let me off the hook. Like, you know what I mean? We're a little bit softer. Um, that's why Jesus says, softer. that's why Jesus says, judge yourself first, because then you'll have more empathy, you'll have more context, um, you'll have experience with easing yourself, receiving mercy and grace from God. But we do want God as the judge, because he's, he's a God who delights in mercy. Uh, Ephesians 2, he's rich in mercy. We just went through this in VeggieTale Faith. That don't you want the one who is rich, super rich in mercy? I'm like really deficient personally in mercy. I'm You're low. Pretty poor. I'm pretty low. I'm poor. I'm very not poor. Rich. Not rich in mercy. I'm struggling. Honestly, like yeah. have a sober judgment, a, a self assessment, my emotional health. Like I know it's an area I have to be more conscious about having more mercy um, with situations with life, with myself, with others. Like, hey, be more merciful. Um, God doesn't have that struggle. He doesn't have to work it up emotionally and like think too hard. Like, okay, here's Craig again. I don't know if I can be merciful again. No, he delights in mercy. At the same time, God loves justice because he doesn't want to see people oppressed. He doesn't want the poor being taken advantage of. He doesn't want kids being abused or abducted or neglected. Um, he doesn't want people to be separated from him for eternity. Um, he's, he's got a huge heart. Um, so it's, it's one of those things that we could... That's why we're doing this series, and yep. that's why I wanted us to have this podcast format um, to talk about it. Um, it's, it's an ongoing conversation, so I hope you jump in. If, if you know somebody who could be helped by this, you want them to listen in, uh, send it to them. Um, that there's a Father in Heaven who loves us, who created us, um, who judges us fairly and accurately, and it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. And we're going to have to dive more into that on the, the next one. And we've got to talk about judging ourselves and then who, wow, who, how, what, when, why do we judge others? And how does that come about? And how do we do that better than we've done in the past as a uh, Christian community? Um, so any other last thoughts that there's just burning before we wrap this up here? You guys have? Well, I'll just make an observation. And you read it in Hebrews, uh, Kyle. The writer is saying, these are some basics we don't need to talk about anymore, and one of them is eternal judgment. And, and I've just observed this in, in the world of evangelical Christianity and teaching and preaching, that the idea of eternal judgment is more often than not skipped over. You, you don't hear it very often talked about, that there actually is a final judgment, that there actually is a, a God who will judge, and that there is a real heaven and a real hell and all of that. We tend to avoid that. Uh, for lots of reasons, and I think one of those reasons is that uh, because there's been so much negative connotation, so much focus on the on the on the bad side um, of judgment, and and we've lost sight of what we've been talking about here today. That it's a beautiful thing, it's a good thing for God to be judged. That He's going to advocate for justice, and that's awesome, and we should be excited about that. 
Um, that be, because we've lost sight of that, the perception of judgment has just become so negative that people are just like, let's just not even talk about it. But the fact of the matter is, it's part of the basics. And Jesus in John 8 said, when, when I go away, the Holy Spirit will come. And he, when he comes, will convince the world of its sin, of God's righteousness, righteousness, and of the coming judgment. It's like those are some basic pillars of, of the gospel. And again, it's judgment is not all bad. It's a two-sided coin for sure. Let's just not throw the baby out with the bathwater as the saying goes. So. Well, if you keep track at home, I did find my verse, Romans 8.27. Oh, look at there. And Someone the, was just waiting. The yeah. Father who knows all hearts. People are like, uh, what? You were? But the Father knows all hearts. Um, good point to end on there, Craig. So uh, we know that this, this topic and this kind of uh, short, even short format on a podcast still brings up a lot of questions. You got comments. We'd love to hear your responses, feedback. Um, if you've got more questions, if then, you have judgments about our podcast, yeah, you got you got opinions. Read a com- write a um, comment. Or you can review this podcast, which is a judgment of yeah. this podcast, which we would appreciate. Yeah, like, like and good subscribe. Review. And make sure it's all positive because that's what we want is good, <laughs> good reviews. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean shout out to the person who uh, I got a text over the weekend. They heard the little trailer I released last. They're like super excited. So. Hey, there you go. That was a good review. But yeah, you could publicly review it. But no, seriously, with this whole topic as we go through, feel free to reach out. Send us a text, email, um, and, and let us know your comments, your questions. Uh, we don't have all the answers, but we just thought this is so important that we would understand how much God loves us, how beautiful thing it is that he is an awesome judge, uh, and then how do we love each other better um, by helping each other grow and therefore, we're going to make opinions or judgments or judging of others. But how do we do that healthy and in a Jesus way that builds up and helps each other uh, and not tears each other down and jumps over that line and becomes real judgy and judgmental? And you have to say it that way. No, you yeah, don't. Yeah, you do. Please. It's like, you, dude, you're so judgy. <laughs> no, you don't too have judgmental. to. Too judgmental. Uh, and how's it go wonky? So, well, thanks for tuning in. We are happy and glad that we are back on a regular schedule here for the podcast. So, Uh, Thanks for tuning in, listening, and we will talk to you next week.